All right, all right. What's up, Ollie? Yeah, not much, not much, man. Everything's fine. How about your fantasy team? Bruh, it's going good. I'm, I'm <laughs> quite happy with it. What about yeah, you? Yeah, big change from last year, yo. <laughs> this year, woo, I made some bad, bad, bad decisions. Yeah, you got to get on that, man, eh? Well, how about we play that music for now, eh? Let's go. the fifth episode of the gong show podcast my name is oliver and i'm malad and uh yeah we're our, your host <laughs> <laughs> we're we're very uh you know when you have nothing to say and you're just like <laughs> yeah, it's just that sunday feeling you know when you're just you're very relaxed and you don't have anything prepared or anything we're just how your how has been your week my week man It's been quite, quite a journey, I gotta say. A journey because it's been uh, ups and downs and, uh, you know, I go to school and then I just had my exams and then I lost a tooth on October 31st and, um, and some other things. But anyways, we'll skip to that part and just go right uh, to our... Uh, you don't want to know about my week? Okay, no, no. okay so no, let's go kidding, to the next... <laughs> I just thought about it. I was like, yo, I didn't ask him for his week. How was your week, bro? Uh, quite regular. Yeah. I'm a regular person. Routine. Yeah, routine. It was uh, my birthday on on Wednesday. Oh my lord. <laughs> yo. I fucking missed it, man. I'm really sorry, yo. Oh, no, no. Happy birthday. No Happy late feeling. birthday, man. Yeah, better late than never. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, today we're here to finish finally our division prediction. We know we're already a month old in the season, but who knows? The ranking that you see right now may change during the season, so The prediction that we may have for some of the team may change down the road. But let's start first with the Pacific Division, where we go first of all with the last, uh, last I mean Las Vegas Golden Knights. <laughs> the last Las Vegas. <laughs> the yeah. last. Yeah, Vegas, man. Vegas on the Pacific. It's, uh, it's a yeah. good team, no? Yeah, I mean, they, they had a season of like 93 points last year. Uh, a bit of decrease of that of their inaugural season when they like went berserk and were winning everything. Yeah, but uh, yeah, they still have the hype from their first season. Yeah, like their record season. I mean, record. I mean, it's a definitely still have the season. hype. Yeah, yeah, fans are happy. Team is good, building up. They've lost a couple of good prospects. Yeah, but uh, that was after like a a poor. A poor postseason, actually. If you take a look, like they lost in the first round against the San Jose Shark, and that series was really uh, controversial. You remember? Yeah. Oh my God! Like even the the, the game seven, because it finished in seven games. Game yeah. seven, they were leading three nothing in the first period, I believe. Wow. Yeah, and, uh, that's true. They still lost the game. But that sixth game, that's uh, game six. It uh, that major penalty. That was uh, that was a bummer for them. Yeah, really, it a totally killer. changed the course of their, of the of the duel. I mean, of the of the series. It uh, it was Golden Knights, like opportunity to sort of uh, knock out the San Jose Sharks. But uh, I guess the referees had other uh, other plans for that uh, for that <laughs> game. And Fucking even, referees! Right, right, and even Pavelski kind of admitted that. Uh, It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't a major penalty. So well, they they'll take it and. Uh, But to go happened. to go to take a look here, there there was no 
major rival here uh, with the Golden Knights. Mostly departure like Eric Ola, Pierre Edouard Belmar, Nikita Gutsev. Uh, but uh, so yeah, overall the Vegas Golden Knights are still the same team, same squad. Like they've the main signed guys, uh, Mark Stone. Yeah, finally they signed it after acquiring acquiring him uh, at the deadline. It was at the deadline they got they got it. Yeah, yeah, they got yeah. him at the deadline and. Uh, Uh, they gave up, uh, Las Vegas gave up a good prospect, Brandstrom. The, yeah. I think it's a left defenseman. Yeah, left yeah. defenseman. Left yeah, defenseman, yeah. really good prospect. I think Ottawa was really happy for the return they got. And um, and Golden Knights, I mean, George McPhee, he, he mentioned like um, players like Mark Stone do not run in the street every day. So it's like, uh, yeah, gotta you gotta sign trade up. for him and you gotta lock him up. And exactly. that's what they did for the next seven or eight years. And, uh, so yeah, they're, they're, yeah. they're about the same team. They're, they're, they're still going to compete in the Pacific division. And I'm, I'm, I'm not surprised. They'll definitely be a playoff team. Of course. Of like, course. uh, they're really balanced offensively, defensively. Yeah. And they're, their sixth player on the ice is the crowd, man. That stadium. Yeah. They, they, it keeps, it keeps them going, man. I gotta tell you, it's one of the hardest arenas to play. I'm sure players would, would agree with me, uh, after the Montreal Canadiens <laughs> Bell Center. Uh, but yeah, man, it's amongst the top, and uh, I agree with you. They'll make the playoff. Anything to add up for the Vegas Golden Knights? I don't know. Exciting team, and uh, another good season for them. So if you take a look, next team we have on the board, the quack, 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 <laughs> Anaheim Mighty Ducks. or oh, Mighty Ducks, Anaheim Ducks, but <laughs> Mighty yeah. Ducks, I like that. It was l'année uh, passée, c'était vraiment une saison... Que de canard, ça se dit ça? Ou c'est un que de poisson? Que de que de poisson, okay. right? Yo, they... They just had, they were under 500, 35 wins, 60 points. Yeah. It was a major decrease from their 2017-18 season. Yeah, yeah. Missed the playoff for the first time since 2012. That's crazy. And uh, the bigger change happened behind the bench, where they had Dallas Eakin as new head coach. I don't know if that? I, yeah, I don't know if I like that. I mean, Dallas Eakin, uh, I don't know, he, he made his... Uh, Um, his achievements in the junior, but nothing really in the NHL when he was a uh, uh, co- he, he was coaching the Edmonton Oilers. And uh, yo, you got fired. And the Stars, I think. No. Uh, no, not was, the Stars. Maybe. Was the Flyers? No. Oh man, he he coached two teams. I don't know if. But yo, he, if he if, didn't make any major. If you get fired by by coaching the best player in the world, even yeah. if we understand it's not a one team sport, like. You you were not able to bring anything, so right, right. And, uh, and we'll talk about the Oilers, and you you'll understand why Ali said that. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, mind the bench. We'll see how it goes. Major so, departure, soon. veteran guy, Stanley Cup winner Corey Perry. Yeah, well, he went with the Dallas Stars, right? Yeah. Is he playing right now? Yeah. It was a. It was. They gave him like a small. Veteran contract, I believe. Yeah, one year, I think, a, something like that. So, yeah, that, that the Anaheim Ducks is a really a big roster filled a lot, with a lot of young players, a lot of talent, like Rickard Raquel, uh, Sam Steele, yeah. Jacob Silverberg, Maxime Silverberg. Contois. That's right. Contois, he's uh, coming in uh, pretty good. I mean, he's, his progression looks good. He's putting up points. I mean, uh, he was sent down to the AHL. But, but now, they come back. He came back real came quick. Back really yeah. quick, yeah. Everybody was like, oh, wow, he's overrated now maybe or something. No, no, it's just a progression and that's how you handle young young guns. And uh, I mean, they, they, they have a good start of the season. Nine wins, six losses. Yeah. 
Okay. But it will it will slow down quickly and uh, maybe because yeah. it's still a, like we said it's still a really young team so they're in a period of transition. Uh, yeah. Like. It, it it takes time. So yeah. With uh, with the departures you got and Getslav getting uh, uh, like past his prime time, he's yeah, getting old. Yeah. So you you gotta look for a new leadership, a new wave of uh, like uh, core players. So I think with the right. Goldie, I have really good, and uh, just picking up some pieces just to work around that, and then I think it's just a matter of time before they they actually become a solid team. So I don't think this year for me they'll make the playoff. I just Same. think it's a hype hype in the in the beginning of the year, and uh, because that that division is quite strong. Yeah, really. I don't think and I don't think they can keep up. No, that's my no. opinion. Same for um, me. So, yeah, that's all. Now, if we take a look here next, we have the San Jose Sharks. Quite a good season last year. They're, they're really a regular season team, the Sharks, man. They're always good. Like, they're always lighting up 95, 100, 100 plus point in the in the rankings. Yeah. But, um, uh... but if we take a look, they got eliminated <laughs> in the third round by the Stanley Cup champion in six games. So, they were not too far from a Stanley Cup participation. Their last one was uh, against the Penguins, but in what year? Do you remember? Quickly. Mm, man, I was maybe 2013. 2014. Yeah, some place yeah, yeah, yeah. there. But uh, yeah. But it's, uh, I mean, they, they're known for having good seasons and they're known for getting knocked out in the first or second round. Now they made it in the third round. But the, the, the window's closing now. I mean, they yeah. all expect to, to be in the uh, Stanley Cup champion, like the, the Stanley Cup final at least. And it's being contender, but you you can't not be contender when your defense, your defense, the defensive squad is made of like Brent Burns, Eric Carlson, and Marquito Vlasic, and they have another fourth guy, uh, Brendan uh, Brendan Dillon, who's That's also right. a good addition for the top four. So they're still the, their windows is still open, I believe, but it's definitely closing in the in the uh, following years. I mean, you look at the season they're having right now, 4 wins, 10 losses, minus 20. Yeah, really that's, a bad month of October. Yeah, that's I think I think uh, the uh, I think there has to be a change in my opinion, maybe the coaching staff or I heard there's a rumor just recently that maybe Carson just won't, like requested a trade, but that's that's just speculations. I don't know if it's real, but you you kind of sense how the the team is really struggling, and it's not only on the ice; it's in that locker room. Uh, I don't know how they're gonna pull this out. You you mentioned like their their season team, but now it doesn't look uh, either good for their season right now. So, but the biggest arrival, uh, if we take a look, it took quite a time, and uh, that old man, <laughs> that old man. I don't know. <laughs> I'm talking. Man, I'm talking about man. Patrick Marlowe, who. Got buyout from the Ducks, or from the Ducks, I mean from the late from the Leafs, and after like he was just standing there, waiting well, for a team he to was sign him. To the yeah, from the Hurricanes. Yeah, from the Hurricanes, and and then he was released. Yeah, exactly. Right, and the the Sharks finally brought him back. I mean, it was only a good move to bring him back. Like yeah. it's a, a lot of GMs do that, like out of loyalty to the player because he was loyal to the team. They bring him back, or they sign him to a contract that is going to be uh, for a year, and then they just uh, like instead of giving a young player the chance, they're going to be loyal to the player. So it's uh, just a good move, and I think he's playing on the first 
two lines. Uh, yeah, he's on the right, right. He's on the first line with uh, Logan Couture and Timo Meyer. And just like we know about Patrick Marlowe, he's giving some like respective services. I mean, he's putting up points. Yep. Uh, giving uh, their young guns uh, some experience, some knowledge. So it's only a good thing to have Patrick Marlowe. I mean, uh, I like the player. Oh, yeah, and if we took a look, yeah, like you said, like we said, Marlowe's their biggest rival. But in the departure, there was a big name as well, like in Joe Pavelski, Jonas Donskoy, Gustav Nyquist. So that's there was a lot of of offensive guy there right. leaving. And uh, but at we least were they questioning. Signed, they signed Sean Thornton. No, not Sean Thornton. What the <laughs> hell am I saying? Wow, that guy. <laughs> I think I loved his fights or his trash talk more than anything. He's the Boston Bruins veteran. I used to be there. <laughs> but um, no, this guy's dead. Joe Torton, man, yeah, Jumbo Joe. Joe. Sorry, man, but yeah, signed it to one year contract and. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, Legends. the departure of those guys were were having us questioning ourselves: Will the young guys like of Timo Meyer, Kevin LeBanc, Marcus Sorensen, like will they be able to lift up their game and help offensively? Uh, the Sharks, and it was giving much more responsible responsibility to guys like Logan Couture and Thomas Hurdle. So we'll see. They had a bad month of October, but I believe it will get better. And I have them as a playoff team on my side. My know. only concern is me. For honestly, it's between the pipes. It's Martin Jones. It's really they they're they're, yeah. gi- they're giving mm-hmm. a lot of uh, a lot of game to their backup Arundel, who sometimes gives up good games. But Martin Jones, uh, I don't know, man. He's giving up so much. It's a question easy, mark. So much easy goals, like it's it's uh, it's not good. It's not looking good for him. And uh, words out there say, that, uh, "Bless you, my man. Bless Thanks. you." And words out there says that uh, maybe a change of scenery might be beneficial for him and for the Sharks. I mean, uh, you look at Jonathan Quick on the other side. He's having not so good years. Right now with the LA Kings, maybe mm-hmm. a swap. That's what they're saying, but I don't know. Speculation Not again. a bad idea. Right. So, um, I don't know. The Sharks, from my perspective, I've seen some games, and I just don't think Eric Carlson is the right fit for the Sharks. He, his style does not match up with uh, with the team. I don't know. He's playing with Brent Burns. you got to think, like, maybe somewhere along the lines, that should be, like, the most, like... Uh, dynamic duo but they're struggling defensively like yeah they're they're two defensemen that look alike that take a lot of risk offensively offensively right so there's no one on the back end and when they're in their zone i've seen some plays they make rookie mistakes like you're you're questioning like carlson and burns but uh, i from for me i would trade one of the two i would most likely keep burns but, because you know, he's the leader of this team, right, he's been there right. for quite a while. And Carlson, I, I don't, I don't like his contract. I don't even know why they did that. Um, but anyway, anyway, it's run now. But I don't think Carlson is uh, the solution for this. But based on what you're saying, so do you or don't you have them as a playoff team? They can turn things around, but uh, once playoff arrive, it's another story. Yeah, and I and I will say this: this year they'll miss the playoff. Oh, okay. Hmm. So let's go to the next uh, team, talking about the Los Angeles Kings. All right, we we got like this this uh, last minute uh, alert here. This news: Montreal places yes, Pericot Kaniemi on injured reserve due to groin injury. Well, I guess uh, 
your favorite that's player Jordan Wills coming back <laughs> in the lineup. So yeah, man, that's uh, no good. That's uh, sad, sad news for Katkaniemi. Uh, but on the other side, it's an opportunity for another guy, and they they recalled at the same time Ryan Pelling. So that was the quick pause of the topic of the day. Yeah. But if we come back, yeah, like we're saying, talking about the LA Kings, LA really Kings. bad season from their side as well. Yeah. Last year they they they've been able to clinch. I mean, like when I mean last year, I mean 2017-18. They've been able to clinch, I believe, a wild card spot yeah. with 98 points, and now just Barely. the latest season. That's, that's- Barely making it. So. <laughs> but last season, they end up with 71 points, under 531 wins, missed the playoff, finished eight in the division. Yeah. Really bad uh, bad year for the Kings. Big, big, big names that went through outside the summer. Todd McLellan, who's been the new head coach. And Dion Faneff has been one of the, the departure of this team. The, he's, been, he's been bought out, right? Uh, Was believe, he bought out? I yeah. believe. Yeah, yeah, he was bought out. He wasn't traded or anything like that. He, Dion Phaneuf? Yeah, yeah, he, hmm. he's, he's nowhere, bro. <laughs> he's nowhere. But uh, it's like, uh, man, Phaneuf. I remember this guy, man. It's, he used to be yeah, such a Yeah, he's UFA. Player. Yeah, unrestricted free agent. Nobody wants to sign. He's getting old. And talking about Todd McClellan, I, I, I don't know about this coach, man. Uh, I just think, like, uh, he's not up to par for me. There were there were better names out there for, for LA Kings. Me too. Not too hype about him. Like, uh, well, they're they're five wins, nine losses, minus two, minus nineteen. So, uh, right now, yeah, yeah, right now. So, but I mean, look, they're they're. I don't think they're rebuild, rebuilding. I think they're just making a reset a little bit. Uh, but they're. But I don't know. It's quite. It's quite. When you take a look at the roster, it's quite a. Weird, dear. Uh, <laughs> like, okay, you have Kopitar, Jeff Carter, Kovalchuk, Dustin Brown. Like, uh, that's quite old guys, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that are spreaded all around your roster. And you have a guy like in... Uh, and you have your guy, uh, Drew Doughty, who's 29, locked up until 26, 27. So, Drew like, Doughty is, is past his prime time now. And like right? we were talking a few minutes ago about Jonathan Quick, so... This 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 team is uh is hard to understand. Yeah, they don't they they have no uh, how can I say this? We don't we don't know where they're going. Yeah, right? they're 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 trying to find their identity. I think they will find it at some point in time. But the Jonathan Quick, Dustin Brown, Tyler Toffoli. We'll we'll see sometime soon. Uh, where where uh, the Kings Trump. will uh, eventually let go of this player. They will. They will get younger guys, right. draft picks, and uh, Jeff Carter. I mean, the, these are like it's past their prime time. Yeah, right? yeah. The the yeah. LA Kings window has been closed for quite a long time. Yeah, yeah. You gotta you gotta rebuild, man. It's and I think maybe that's what they're aiming maybe this year to finish in the bottom and not making any changes and then re re rebuilding from this off season, right? Because they still have they still have good players in the in their farm uh, that they drafted couple draft ago yeah yeah they did but when you're looking at this draft that's coming up in 2020 uh they're they're saying that it's uh, the biggest draft in the last 10 years you gotta <laughs> you gotta know that behind the, the so closed be, doors they they make this they'll be they'll be competing for the first uh, overall pick they want to have the highest chances to land uh lafreniere <laughs> and byfield and other ones but that's another topic for another day 
But so, uh, yeah, so nothing to add more toward no, the Kings. Not, not a playoff team. Not a playoff team. Yeah. So let's uh, move on. Next, Calgary Flames. I hate them. <laughs> why? Why do you hate them? They're they're just like, you know, filled with great players and everything. Yeah, they and have like, a lot of talent on and, both. And they're not, they're still not reaching their potential. And it's Canadian team. I should be rooting for them and everything. But it's like, man, guys, uh, can you just be consistent enough? I mean, I don't and know. And they 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 got eliminated quite fast in the oh, playoff Lord. last year against the the Colorado Avalanche in only five games. So it was quite surprising. I mean. Surprising, yes, but were, were you that surprised to see McKinnon like it was McKinnon who eliminated? The but Calgary if we took a look right? last last year, we were we, we kept saying that the Colorado Avalanche were only working on one on one line, right? On a right. one line team. So the Calgary Flames are a team that have much more depth chart, much more player that are able to help the team, like on the third and fourth line. And they have a lot of good guys at in the back end at the blue line. Like when you take a look at the Godreau, Monahan, Lindholm, Ketchuk. Uh, so we were quite surprised they were not able to put a fight in the in the playoff last year. They had a quite good season, a hundred and five, a hundred and seven points, yeah. fifty plus fifty wins. Yeah. It I was mean, a major increase from two years ago. Yeah, I mean they they still have, I mean they have the roster for like. Being an an elite team, right? Mm-hmm. But that's on paper, and then when I look at them, and and they're 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 eight and six, and it's like ah, you <laughs> you you you're expecting like big games, like they, they they win big games and all that, but no, it's just regular, like they they're they're fighting for their for their points, you know, they're like going in the overtime shootouts and all that so it's not really easy for them to get the wins but they're still on the map i think it's a good hockey team yeah and and just to name one player gojo he's a heck of a player but i don't think he reached his full potential yet and i think that's i think if he carried the load like like hey, a he player, still had like, the 99 point last season right so. right but it's like you look at the guy like McKinnon, and everybody's just following him. I don't think it's the same for Gaudreau. He's not the one who's going to take the take the whole responsibility to, to carry the team. So it's like mixed. The leadership is mixed between players. So that can be bad for like uh, in the long run because you have your star player that's Gaudreau, right? Yeah. So I don't know. Speaks for itself. Why they're getting knocked out in the first round and all that. So, I well, think no. it's more of a leadership problem than like player skill problem. Between the pipe as well, it, there's there's n- there's no game changer player. Yes, they have David Rittage that will give you some good nights from time to time. Like you like we talked earlier in the episode, uh, earlier in couple episode back. There's been the swap between the Battle of the Alberta between Mike Smith crossing the border. And to go to Edmonton and Camp Talbot crossing the border to go to to Calgary. Right. So they're, they're, they're still going to be, like you said, they're still an all-around good team that will mm. compete, that will make the playoff to my eyes. They will make the playoffs. They will. But they have to sort of up their game to another level, I think. They're, they're I don't know. Kachuk is really impressive in this uh, yeah. He's he's he probably scored the 
goal of the year. Uh, there's been a lot of goal of the year right, in, right. But in October. His, but his is like, you know, he's a creative player. And he even talked about it last year. He's like, he's trying to make a creative play sometimes. It's, uh, and it's fun for him. And he's getting it done. It's like, it's really amazing. And then you have the the goalie, like you said, Ritich, that is quite good for the, for for now, you know. Like, and who knows? He's gonna he's gonna be their f- number one goalie, and that's maybe his breakout year. Mm. Um, but like we said, we talk about Talbot and Mike Smith, who changes uh, who change team. But uh, let's not forget about the the transaction that sent Milan Lucic to oh, the Flames man. and James Neal to Edmonton. Like uh, I believe the Flames organization as well as the flame fans are currently biting their tongue yeah, right now yeah. they're punching the air right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely yeah they, they don't because they, they like Lucic so. isn't bringing nothing at the moment we just, just troubles just we just troubles. got the news that he he got suspended two games on a cheap shot that happened last night yo on a cheap shot on a rookie who has three games in the nhl and that's that's just bad for a veteran yeah. guy like his time Lucic. is counted on Lucic. Yeah, his time is counted uh Well, the Flames will be his last organization. Like, do Time we, will tell. Do we need players like these? In the game, no. In the game, no. Brad no. Marchand, he's, he's, he's a heck of a player. Maybe he does... Uh, he does some his cheap little, shot. Some cheap shot, but he doesn't, like, like try to hurt someone like Gucci uh, tried to, uh, to do last, last night. And like, and like we said, the Marchand is indispensable to his team. Like, the right, Bruins right. need need him. need some. Uh, who, they really and, need him. And you know what? For all the people who hate Marshawn, all right, not because he's on in my fantasy team, <laughs> but yeah. just because I know everybody would love to have Marshawn for what he brings to the team. Like he's putting up big points. Like him yeah. and Pasternak, like it's it's crazy. So aside from his douchiness on the ice, I think we can appreciate the player. But Milan Lucic, the heck you bring in the play? Like you've been treated with a with a natural goal scorer. At least make your uh, make them like. How can I say this? It's like you've been traded, and you're trying to prove that you're that they tr- they did a good trade. But no, now you're just freaking being a dumbass, and that's it. So bad move for the Calgary Frames. Kudos for the Oilers. Oh. Damn. Okay, just Sorry. let's put a timeout here. All right. A few moments later. Okay, we we were back after uh, that. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so you were saying interruption? Yeah, the last time it was my fault, but this time it's yours. I think it's. But I was expecting that type of call. I know, I know. Oh, damn, you didn't even let me know. But it's alright. It's alright. Back on track now. So, Calgary Flames making the playoff, not making a long run for me. Yeah, same for me too. Making the playoff. We'll see once they they get to the playoff. Uh, next, Edmonton Oilers. So, uh, quite so disappointing season, I believe, uh, for Leon Draisaitl and Connor McDavid, who both who both player had over a hundred points last year, but were not able to to clinch for a playoff spot. No, and you you can't expect them to make the playoffs just running by two players, two of two of them like they're one of the best players in the world, but it all comes down to. Between the pipes, defensive and experience yeah. and all that. All around. All around, man. When they're not in the ice, both of them, who you who you look for offensive, offensively. But no, it's, uh, last season was to forget about. Individually, they had good seasons. 
But uh, I mean, they have a surprising great start of this season right yeah. now. Ten uh, wins, four losses. I'm surprised as well too, because uh, we'll know until we'll see until where it goes. Uh, to be honest, because we know with McDavid and uh, Drysaitel, they're a team that offensively the Oilers shouldn't be worried, but defensively it's uh, it's another story. Like last year, they were almost dead last on the penalty kill, so that doesn't help. If you, you 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 can still win, perform, make the playoff without having a good power play, but when you have a bad penalty kill, that means you're taking goals, and if you're taking goals, you're definitely not winning games. Right. So that's definitely something of their portion of of the portion of their game that they need to fix, but their defense as well. Uh, it's it's something. Uh, it's it's there's something wrong with it. Look, it's, it's questionable. They're they're top defense it's darnell nurse which yeah. i have no problem with him and ethan bear don't know about him and cloud bomb <laughs> which you would think hey you know what he's got more experience than nurse he he would bring this uh this uh, leadership, leadership maybe, yeah. experience and just like taking the load in the in the def and the defensive side but no you got a young guy like nurse uh outrunning him and uh taking the spot and uh adam larson that's injured on a long term, right now, and uh, and you got you got other guys, Joel Pearson, Matt Benning. I mean, I, I think the defensive side, it's 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 so, not yeah, quite it's, there. It's, right? Yeah, it's just, there's no there's no game changing player on that blue line, and between the pipe, like we said, nothing. They don't have someone to that will break it all, you know. Because Keenan yeah. and Smith, they're good. They're they're they'll give you their they they'll give them their win. They have to. But uh, I'll 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 uh, I'll sort of make it easy. I think both of them they're just overrated. There's no number one goaltender. For yeah, the they're right they're, now. they're average. They're average. Peter Chiarelli gave three years Koskinen for I don't know three point five million per year, and just messed up the cap with this type of goalie, <laughs> and he didn't have any experience. How can you give a goaltender three point five when he barely had? Oh, that's Shirelli, that's Shirelli. Right, right. And then Mike Smith, I mean, who... Like, I still hear people, like, saying he's a great athlete. So I, I believe he is. He's a great player, great person to be around with, anything. But you need to win. You need to to, to bring in someone who's... Like, uh, you know, you've been with the Calgary Flames, and you, you got big defense, and still you sucked. I think he <laughs> sucked, by the way. I'm going to be straight at it. And no, now, you're right, you're right. What, he what he were, did suck. What were the Oilers looking in him? I don't know, but anyways. But uh, yeah, if we take a look, like we said, what was the record uh, since the beginning of the season? 10 wins and uh, 4 losses, plus 38, which is good. Offensive is great. Um, so are they are they real or it's just, it's just passager come... Uh, I think you know what this one is just like 50-50. Cuz let's not forget the who came in the office, GM Ken Holland, who's been taking the reign of this team and, and added coach new changed, coach yeah. Dave Tippett. I like Dave Tippett. Uh he proved some good things with the Coyotes. It's just that the Coyotes didn't have a good team, but you can see that this this coach was not messing around. He had a structure, he had a good plan. But it just time ran out, and that was the GM's fault actually. Uh, Chaika, uh, I don't think he made some good moves to help him out. But now he's in a team, playing uh, like uh, coaching the best players, 
two of the best players in McDavid and Dreisaitl. I I like the the coach, but I don't know if this is just a hype. Me too. Or we're, we're gonna have to monitor that and uh, take monitor. a look. Yeah. After, after December, like in the new year. Yeah. See how they perform in January to actually determine if they're gonna make the playoffs or not. They have a chance. Don't get usually me wrong. they say. Usually they say the te- when when you take a look at the ranking after the American Thanksgiving. Yeah. It gives you kind of a picture of what what are the teams that you expect. Uh, That's right. Next year, That's but right. it's still early because down the down the stretch there could still be modification. Last year, yeah. the Habs had a quite good beginning of season. In uh at the um Thanksgiving at the American Thanksgiving, they were locked up for a playoff spot, but look what happened. Things they went the down, right? yeah, yeah, things went so. down. Same thing for the Buffalo Sabers. Yo, Buffalo so. Sabers, it's it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> we we talked about that division. I think. Yeah, we yeah, talked. right, right. So Buffalo, ah, they're they're making the playoff, but damn, uh, Oilers, I'm optimistic. But I'm yeah, I'm, really optimistic. They they have a good start. But I gotta watch James out, Neal. You know? I wouldn't put my money onto that. Yet, yeah, me so. too. There you go. But uh, like we said, uh, James Neal, who, who seems to be a new man, like already 11 goals, two assists down the year. Yeah, you see what, I'm, what I meant earlier when I said a change of scenery can be good for a player? There you go. That's the exact But they didn't change. Uh, the, the, the Flames didn't change the same type of player than the Oilers yeah, did. Yeah, no, of course not. They're dumb. They're, so. they're, they're two <laughs> different type of guys. So, but uh, yeah. But on my side, Edmonton Oilers... Uh, will make the playoffs? No, will not. Holy shit, you're straight to the point. I'm, I'm 50-50. I didn't say anything nah. yet, though. Because so. if I remember, in the... What division? <laughs> in the Central Division, I had five teams making the playoffs. So, Preds, Colorado, Dallas, who's not going so well. Uh, and Blues, no, I had 14, my bad. So, now I've already said that the Knights are making the playoff, the Sharks are making the playoff, and the Flames are making the playoff. So that's already seven teams. We're missing one, and the Oilers are not part of that team. Uh, little alert for you, my friend, Ollie, and now everyone who's listening to me. The Canadians have uh, recalled Ryan Pelling from the Laval Rockets. Yeah, that's what I said earlier. You didn't... Uh... What the hell? Are you kidding with me? Yeah, I didn't even hear it. You you Shit, listened to the episode bad. back again. <laughs> Yo, I didn't even hear it. My bad, bro. But uh, it's good. We, why didn't you talk a little bit more about it then? Yeah, you just but mentioned it. That's a good news, man. Ryan Pelling. But that's what I said. I said he will leave a chance to another guy. Look, it says, oh, Habs recall Ryan Pelling, Montreal place for oh, the Esprit Canadian on IR due to growing injury. Oh, you just said that. Yeah. It's going to give someone, another player, a chance. Yeah. You didn't mention Ryan, Ryan Pelling. You didn't, yeah. Did you say his name? You you listen to the episode okay, after. Okay, <laughs> my bad, my bad. I wasn't paying attention. So, so. but yeah, uh, not a playoff team for me for the Oilers. How right. about you? I said fifty fifty. I can't pronounce on them yet. Okay. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, let's go. Let's stay in the same country and talk about the Vancouver Canucks. Oh man, that's an exciting team. That's yeah. They they you know when you talk about good rebuilt. Look at the Vancouver Canucks in the last few years. Frustrating, frustrating for the fans, but great outcome for it. So uh, things are exciting out there. So good Quite season. a good start also yeah, for them in season. October. They unfortunately nine wins, la- three losses. Nine wins, three losses. They're still on their fourth straight uh, season on missing the postseason. Will they make the playoff this season? Hope, hope for them, hope for the country that yeah. will cheer and get behind them. But um, if we take a look quickly in terms of uh, roster depth, 
like GT Miller, Mac- Michael Furlan, Tyler Myers that they signed at the on the on the free agency are the main arrival on this on this squad. So if we take a look at the Canucks, I took a look actually at the uh, at their stat last year, and only about five players made thirty points or more. That's oh. not a lot. Five players only made thirty points or more on that team. Last season. Last season. Wait. Yes. No way. There was not a lot of... Uh, 30 points. 30 points. Like, you can count it on your hands. Like, Elias Peterson, Brock Besser, Bo Horvat. Okay, and all the rest they made... There was, plan. I believe, also Antoine Roussel. Yeah. Okay, uh, wow. That's, that's there was surprising. not a lot. So, this team definitely needs offense. They need offense if they're expecting to make a push for the playoff, to compete in the division. Because mm. last year, 22nd on the power play, eh, they were... On uh, in the first in the first tier almost in the first tier of the of the of the league in the penalty kill so they they still have some good some good player on that team but offensively um, what are you expecting from a guy like J T Miller who you drafted in your fantasy last year last and Michael year, right? yeah and I thought he was gonna do good I, I it was okay I mean uh, I would have uh, taken another another player but uh, what I expect from J J T Miller um, is just to keep up with uh, with the speed and uh, the the hockey plays of uh, P- Pedersen and Bezer, and so I mean it's a good addition for a top six because yeah. you got like the center of uh, Pedersen and then on his right side Brock Besser. and so you just gotta you, you can't have a big name on the left side you just got a guy who who's going to to sort of support them to do the to go in front of the net to to leave them space so that so that they can maneuver so a guy like JT Miller I don't have a problem with him on the top six but uh, I'm glad that the Canucks found their 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 captain and Bo Horvat I think yeah I think he demonstrated some good some news good uh, good leadership there so that thing is is done right and then you got um, at the some, blue line uh, yeah, Tyler Myers. They brought Tyler Myers and Jordy Ben, so they had a, the the main target that solidifies the first pair with Alexander Edler, which I think is really good. One left guy and right right side, right. so they uh, they will they're both two guy with offensive um, yeah, offensive can, abilities. Right, right. So uh, it's experience, it's size, it's offense. It's the, it's a good duo. But how about that Quinn Hughes man, yo? That that little guy, man. Yeah, I was I was forgetting is, him. I don't know how. Oh, he is so versatile. He's so fun to watch. And yeah, what like they don't they don't even injured. have Quinn. You oh, okay, he's, he's injured. injured. Right, oh. right, right. He he, he strained his. Because uh, I didn't see him on daily face up. I was like, what the fuck? He he sprained his ankle. Oh. I think it was pretty bad. So was it serious? It looks serious though. He he managed to go back on the bench on his own, but he needed help to actually walk to the the dressing room so i don't know how bad it is but it's a big blow for the vancouver canucks because they were having such a good start of the year and quinn hughes was already in the first pair and looking to be the defensive uh, soldier for them and now he's injured so but it's something to give them uh to be happy for the for the vancouver canucks right so they have these these young players with such Raw right. talent, right, 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 raw talent, and it's it's fun, man. It's really fun. Like what I what I said about rebuild, 
exactly at the start from the draft and you pick the right players and yo we had it available when we took Kotkaniemi Kotkaniemi is good but man Hughes is on, on another level and look at it we need a left-handed defenseman in Montreal right yeah and we're still looking for him and words words out there is that we are looking to trade for Dylan from the San Jose Shark another defensive defenseman we don't need that we have Ben Sherrod so just to say this Quinn Hughes was available to us and we didn't draft we didn't draft the the best player available that's what you're trying to find in the draft and the Vancouver Canucks like they understood that so kudos for them for taking Hughes big years to come if you ask me if they're a playoff team I say this year they're making the playoffs oh okay yeah I I don't, cause uh, like I said, it's the the. Oh my god! You gotta be shitting me. This one you didn't expect, right? It's no, I didn't Take expect. <laughs> okay, another intermission, unexpected. This one, <laughs> that's for sure. I was not expecting that. But yeah, quickly coming back to the to the. Uh, Vancouver Canucks, like I was saying, they were not making the playoffs. I believe uh, we, like you said, yo, you you can't have a team, uh, you can't have a team where like only five players have thirty points and expect to make the playoff. And especially when your top guys, if they're ever injured, because if I'm right, Elias Peterson got injured last year as well at the same time of the of the season. Yeah, right? he was uh, injured. Sa- same same times. for uh, yeah same thing for Borvat or Brock Besser one of those Brock two guys Besser, right yeah they got injured so one of your main guy are 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 injured and you don't have a lot of depth to rely let's say to keep pushing the team it's hard uh, yeah it's hard to expect right, and fighting you, and make the playoffs so not a playoff team for me right and you got Vertanen that needs to step up his game um, but in overall I think the changes they made Lou Erickson is still there bad contract but what the hell. <laughs> Um, let's go for the next team. I think uh, for me, yeah, final the team of the division, Arizona, Arizona Coyote. All right, this team now. <laughs> Arizona Arizona Coyote had a good season, eighty six point last year, thirty nine wins. They're still increasing. They were really good on penalty kills, so they still need to keep that part yeah, of their game team. because yeah. it's really it helped them win the game. Unfortunately, they're like they they've been missing the playoff for the past six or seven years. Finished yeah. fourth in the div- division. Biggest rival, Mr. Hot Dog, Phil Kessel. <laughs> Phil the Trill. Phil the Trill. I like that. Not yeah, me too. Know. I like that. Yeah. Like a really offensive guy helping already the, the the main offensive guys on this team, like Clayton Keller, Nick Schmaltz. So, because after they, they lost many guys, like in Alex Galchenyuk, who got bit by a spider, Nick Cousin, <laughs> Richard Penick. So, yeah. I, from from my perspective, the coyotes, the coyotes have been in progressing season after season. If you take a look at the, at the at the rankings, and uh, but it's we're always asking ourselves: the team has young players, are they ready to take another step, and make the playoff? Yeah, just uh, just bringing their their gameplay, their 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 skills to the next level, and uh, I don't think Keller is doing that right now. And uh, it just, like, I think the fans are getting, like, they're waiting for that, right? And uh, so you're bringing in someone like Phil Kessel who will 
eventually helped him like have his breakout year and uh he's a great, great he's a good player don't get me wrong it's just that they they were close to making the playoffs i think last year yeah 86 points not too really far not too far so you you just need that that right pieces to the puzzle and um and i think uh, b- between the pipes it's it's quite good anti-ranta yeah. anti-ranta not so bad darcy quemper so yeah not bad they have their first uh they they have their first round pick uh, Barrett Hayton was in the same draft as Kotkaniemi that is playing on the first line with Dvorak and Kessel, so they they have r- really a lot of good guys on all of their fourth line. Uh, I believe this is the year where they end their their drought streak of not making the playoff, and they're making the playoff to my eyes, the Coyote. Really? Yeah, wild card team. Oh man, I don't know. They're they're, <laughs> they're gonna. They're going to do the same thing as last year, but they're going to make more points. I think they're going to miss the playoffs by a few. I think they miss uh, some pieces, and I don't think they're they're going to make the playoffs. Man, that's surprising for me. <laughs> you said that, but it's all right. It's, uh, so let's see. Let's see what goes. Want to jump out to a different division? So let's go quickly. Yeah. Washington Capitals next. Wait, you gotta name the division. Which division is it? If you know your hockey, you know which division it is. But okay, (laughs) the people who wants to hear where it is, it's we're talking about the Metropolitan Division. La Metropolitan. Yeah, this this highway is always. uh, (laughs) (laughs) I know. Quick inside, but yeah, Washington Washington Capitals. They already have a good start. John Carlson. Oh man, yo, that guy. Yeah, quite impressive. Last um, year, they got surprised, shocked by the world. Carolina Hurricane eliminated them in seven games. Quite surprising. Yeah, it was. It and was. they lost. Uh, oh no, you were wanted to say something or? Oh no, I was just I was gonna say the, the Carolina the Hurricanes. I mean, everybody expected them to sort of, uh, you know, getting knocked out in five games or six games and whatnot. It was their first appearance in a couple of years. They beat the Washington Capitals in seven. Uh, yeah, that's uh, for the Capitals. That wasn't uh, a good uh, playoff run because they were defending champions, mm. and so. Uh, but it's hard to repeat uh, winning the Stanley Cup back to back. So right, right. Still got to give it to them. Uh, but yeah, minor minor departure like in terms of depth chart, like uh, guys like okay Brett Connolly and Andre Burakovsky, Matt Niskanen, so. Um, um, I'm no worry. They still have their main guys. Yeah, they have so, the core. That's it. It's uh, Kuznetsov got a little <laughs> tap on the hands after snorting some <laughs> some, <laughs> so, some coke. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they still have their main guys. I'm no worry. Making a playoff, Washington no, Capitals. They're no. making the playoff. You're never worried when you got the best sniper in the world, Alex Ovechkin. He's in my fantasy club and uh i'm glad to have him you guys slept on the guy you know you guys were taking all these players and i'm like yo you're crazy man it's ovechkin anyways right. i'm glad you guys didn't take him so of course they're making the playoffs of course they're going to go far this year they're not going to get knocked out in first next yeah. team the big apple new york rangers new york rangers a team who's really in transition missed a playoff last year finished seven in the division yeah they had a quite good offseason. Artemi Panarin drafted Capocaco second overall. Yeah. They've Got done, Jacob Truba. Right. Truba is a good one. 
So with those addition, are the Rangers competitive? Are still competitive enough to to fight in the Metro Division, or I they're will... still on that rebuild status? No, I think their rebuild is over. I think they're they're looking for some results. That much? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, man. You're not looking to adding more talents, and I mean, you you look at Zibanejad uh, coming in uh, on a whole other level. He's ready to take on the lead. And uh, guys uh, that uh, Rangers have added. Let me just look at their lineup. But all I gotta say is, um, it's really a young lineup. Like uh, like we said, first line Panarin, Strom, Jasper Fast, second line Kreider, Chetil, Buchnevich, third line. So uh, hmm, honestly, when the Canadian will face them this year, I won't be worried uh, against this team. Like. Uh, Look, their offense is good. I'm surprising that you're saying their rebuild is over. They're still rebuilding. No, no, they're not rebuilding yet. They only need one thing, and I think that would be their downfall uh, from making the playoffs or not. It's between the pipes, Lundqvist. I just, I just cannot. But Gorkin's enough. doing, doing fine. Uh, look, it's been fine. Do you think on an 82 game span, and they're going to make the playoff, to make a long run in the playoff with these type of uh, goaltenders? No, Lundqvist is in their yeah, in we still the last have, years. Gorgiev still has three win in mm-hmm. in sixth game, an average of two point twenty six and a save percentage of nine thirty three, which is not horrible stats. Quite good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's 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 okay stats, but uh, no, there there's still a lot of pieces missing, and uh, for me, they're not making the playoff. They'll still have good games some nights and then, but uh, they'll need much more. And I'm not. And I'm not basing myself on a... I don't know if you're basing yourself that they signed Panarin and Truba uh, to tell yourself that they're... That's not enough, they're, though. They, not they enough. made the play... They, they're finished over the rebuild. Like, the, the Rangers are known. They have the money. They always they always get the big fish, so there's no surprising about that. Yeah, they got a lot of money, man. But no playoff team for me. I will agree with you on this. I think even the addition of Panarin and Truba... Um, I don't think they're going to make the playoff until they get a real number one goaltender. That's all I'm going to say. Next team, they're kind of disappointing since the beginning. No, no, no. Next team, uh, <laughs> I was talking about the Philadelphia Flyers. Yeah, they're, they're, they've been disappointing since the beginning of the season. Yeah, and uh, talking about leadership, I think that's another team who needs to sort of change their, yeah. their, their big names in, like, Claude Giroux and Voracek. I think it's been it's been stretching for a long time whether they're going to stay or not. Each year we're looking at the deadline. Oh, are they going to move or not? Finally, finally they keep him. I think this year is a great timing for them. I think they just need to change a little bit their 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 look. They can't be the they, they've been the franchise image for a long time, and I think you got players that are ready to step up. So. It, it, it can only be beneficial for them. Just a little bit of reset. And uh, they can get big returns for these guys, you know? Like, Kuljiro and Vortex, we'll they're big names out there. We'll know? see. They're, they're, when you have teams like... When you have players like Giroud, Couturier, Voracek, uh, you sign a Kevin Hayes to a big contract during the offseason. So you're expecting that you're still making a push for the playoff and that you have a window to compete in the postseason. They they had they had big heads coming during the season and Alain Vigneault, surrounded by his uh, co-coach Michel Terrien and Mike Kio as his assistant. Like we said, Kevin Hayes, major signing. Matt Niskanen has been another addition. So 
But uh, I don't I don't know if the coaching staff edition is more of a hockey decision or is it like a friendship decision? <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah, couple of time. couple of best friends are like, yeah, yo, yo, let's let's let's, let's, let's join. Go there, you know, <laughs> let's just uh, do something. Who, who cares? Whatever. But they're experienced guys. You know what? But uh, you know what? Uh, I don't I don't see them in the playoff. And yeah, uh, unfortunately, no. Me, I I had them as making the playoff. I'm gonna be real. Even if the season has already started, they have a bad start. I still see them making the playoff. I had them finishing top three in the division, which I believe I, I'm, I'll, I'll be wrong. But uh, I have them making the playoff. And uh, I believe it's always the same story with the Flyers. Like, <laughs> we're always, we, we, we'll always end up talking about the goaltender. I understand Carter Hart is in his sophomore season, so we'll still give him a lot of time, especially for goalie. It takes a lot of time to, uh, to develop his game. And he, he reminds me of a Carey Price. I mean, if we all remember how Carey Price started his career, it was ups and downs and uh, fan booing at him. And so, I don't know. Carter Carter Hart is, is going to have a great career. But uh, this year he's struggling. And uh, Flyers, they still have uh, this between-the-pipes problem. But mm. it's only a matter of time for that. Now, they got to look more in their... And they're defensive because I don't think Got Gotis Bear and Provorov are going to be the face of their defensive. Uh, maybe Provorov, but uh, there have been a lot of talks about uh, Gotis Bear being traded and all that. And don't be surprised if that trade deadline, his name is out there again. So in the defensive, I think that's where they need to sort of shape up a little bit. All right. So Next making team. you, you oh, wait no uh, yeah I had them no? making okay. the playoff yeah you had them making the playoff yeah make him yeah I don't think they're gonna make the playoff oh, we'll see Carolina Hurricanes quite a good season last year they stole our playoff spot talking about the Canadian of course forty six <laughs> win ninety nine points eliminated in the conference final man shout out to them in four games yeah. <laughs> it was really a quick swap uh, arrivals. James Reimer, Dezingle, Jake Gardiner, who took quite a while to be signed. Departure of a lot of leadership, Justin William, Justin Falk, Curtis McElhaney. So, despite those loss, but I'm not worried about the Carolina Hurricane. Yeah. Like, I even, you can see, I even said they were not making the postseason, but I believe I, I'm wrong. They will definitely make it. Uh, they have such a young, talented group of players. They made a great run last year. They have, uh, they're really yeah. set up, up up front, defensively, and in the pipe, like with Marazek and uh, James Reimer, it's, it's fine. It's not the best duo, but it's fine, and I believe they'll be able to survive in that division. Yeah, I think so, too. And you gotta, you gotta know that, you know, taking away McKellini, who helped Marazek in the playoff, and a guy like Justin Falk uh, could leave a big spot in, the, in their defensive, but... They got other guys, and uh, and they have a tremendous start of the season again. So, for me, they're making the playoffs. Mm. Yeah, I see them making the playoffs. Off to the Pittsburgh Penguins. So, Pittsburgh Penguins. Same <laughs> thing as a... You, you can't really have a bad season when, like you said, when your team has Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin, which has been injured uh, lately, but he, he's been back, I believe. He's been back. Addition to this team uh, during the offseason, Galchenyuk, like we said about. Brandon Spider Tana. bite. <laughs> Spider bite made him. But uh, yeah. they were, it was quite a surprising uh, 
postseason for them last year too, where they got swept by the Islanders. Yeah. We're not expecting that. Not a second. Not strong. But uh, no, this team has so much leadership, so much good player. Letan Schultz at the blue line. If this team can stay healthy. That's uh, the thing though, right? Even with a guy with Matt Murray that I believe is kind of shaky in the nets, this team is a playoff team to my eyes. I, I still say it. They're, they're losing Marc-Andre Fleur is the biggest loss for them. And the fact that Malkin um, being always injured, like this guy is just injury prone like every season. Like he's getting injured everywhere. And uh, he's <laughs> had problem off the ice too recently for like a cryptocurrency scam or something like that. So he got to fix that shit up. So, oh, hello. All right, little, so. little interruption that's on your part now. No, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> no but uh, joke aside uh, so we were talking about the penguins like i said uh, i have them as a playoff team the, you were talking about malking being injured prone yeah injured all the all the time and then i just don't think they're gonna make the playoff this season uh oh really yeah no no wow. yeah last season i remember um they made it like quite barely uh they didn't have a tremendous season either but when you have a guy like crosby in your team he carried the load but can he do it two seasons in a row i don't think so so with that fact um that's why they don't make the playoff for me next team new jersey devils they had quite a terrible beginning of season really horrible october and uh it's on the it's on the road to be as the same season as last year where they had seventy two points missed the playoff. They everyone was surprised by the rough season. Jack Hughes, PK Subban, Nikita Gutsev, Wayne Simmons, but as we're seeing right now on the ice, it's terrible, really terrible. the The biggest concern we had was between the pipes, and I believe it's always the same story. Corey Schneider, the devil will have to turn the page on him. And uh, we'll have to find somewhere else for the pipes because Corey Schneider is not the answer. We'll give the Devils time. I believe it's only the beginning of the season. There's always time for improvement and get the team better and everything. Uh, but uh, unfortunately, the way they're going, I don't have the Devils making the playoffs. No, and, and uh, I don't know what decision, how they make the dis- their decisions. But uh, you're benching a guy like Nikita Gusev who... Who just arrived in the NHL and who I think, from what I saw, was was bringing some good offense. And then you bench him, and you got a guy like PK Subban, who's he's not he's over. Like it's it's he, he's past his prime time. He's uh, he's not good defense defensively. And like you said, the, the, the goaltender still a problem for them. Corey Schneider, it's it's done for him. At least, at least recognize the fact that he's not your number one goaltender. So they still got to make some big changes. And uh, there was a whole, like, level of hypeness for them yeah. in the offseason right before the beginning, beginning of the season. I, and I don't really know why because uh, I wasn't expecting much from them. And now we see it. They, they, they clearly not making the playoff at, this, uh, at, this, at the rate that they're going right now. Next team... New York Islanders, other New York teams who had a really good season last year. 103 points, 48 wins, eliminated in, in the second round by the Carolina Hurricanes, also who swept them. Biggest rival from Colorado, Simeon Varlamov. 
Yeah, and uh, you know what? Since uh, Tavares got traded, uh, not traded, what, what am I saying? <laughs> since Tavares signed in, in Toronto, um, I think since then this team has just been uh, going in the, uh, in the, in the, how do I say it? In freaking going go up. En <laughs> ascension. Anyways, that's in French. So they're just. Mm, you can't say it in French, nobody stops you. Yeah, it's true. Huh? I just want to say it in English, man. Anyways, but uh, yeah, so they're they're stacking up the wins. They they have ten wins, three losses so far. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, man, it's gotta uh, start good to finish good. What did they? Who did they add in the off season? Simeon Varlamov only. Okay. Yeah, their biggest loss was a uh, Robin Leonard and Valtteri Field Pula. Okay, so not not a lot of changes, and that's the team that made them the playoff. And yeah. I think they're gonna make the playoff this they're year. They're still too. gonna be a force defensively. They've yeah. been one of the top three teams. Uh, in the league defensively, so I believe they'll, they'll stay the same. They have good option of on on uh, up front with guy like Josh Bailey, Matt Barzal, yeah, and uh, many more counting them. Uh, Islanders making the playoff for me. And one name you gotta you never gotta f- uh, forget Barry Trotz. Yes, big reason why they make the playoffs. Yes. So last but not least, finished. Columbus Blue Jackets. Oh, shit. Okay, I forgot. <laughs> I was like, yeah, there is the last team left. Yeah. Yeah. Who had a good season last year. Really good. Oh, the surprise of the world. Eliminated <laughs> the Tampa Bay Lightning in four games. Crazy. Unfortunately, came up to an end the second round against the Boston Bruins in six. Yeah. Departure of big names. When we talk big names, we mean big names. Bobrovsky, Panarin, Duchesne, the Zingles. <laughs> Crazy, It's huh? It's like, it's... That's like getting a. Well, that's like getting cut in the throat, man. No, like you don't come right. back from it. No, it's but like, they don't have a bad start from from October, man. I expected worse from them. Me but too. Five wins, six losses. Two not losses bad. Not bad. They, they have to keep themselves around five hundred, and uh, they just gotta like uh, sort of uh, come together and just follow the structure. I think they have a good coach in Tortorella. I think they just need to follow that, and I think they will. Uh, the, making the playoffs, I don't know, but they they can cause a surprise. <laughs> no, there's no playoff for them, but yeah, there there could always cause surprise, like you said. That's right, uh, but I'm I'm worried, man. When you when you when you lose a guy like Bobrovsky in the net, and you're giving the nods to a du- to a duo like Corpusalo and a Mer- guy Elvis Merzlikis. Merzlinkins. Merzlinkis. Merzlinkis. Pretty hard word. Yeah, pretty pretty. We'll call him Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> All this. But yeah, man, it's a, it's a huge loss, Bobrovsky, and uh, I mean, it's a reset for them. It's a, it's not a rebuild. I think it's just a reset. Reset? No, I believe it's a rebuild, rebuild man. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, it's it's a rebuild for them. <laughs> they they're with their main guy at center, uh, Pierre Luc Dubois. So they, I don't know. But I don't see them maybe finish. Do you see them finish? Because they still have, they they not they don't have a bad defense. They don't at the have blue a bad line, defense. They're really right? good. Offensively. It's more offensively, right? Nick Foligno is getting a little bit older now. It's prim- past prime time. Yeah. Gustav Nyquist, he's not the go-to guy where you expect him to stack up the points or anything. Pierre-Luc Dubois. Who's on his second season, I right, believe. Right, right. Yeah, second, second or third. Or third. Yeah. And, so, uh, all the weight is on his shoulder as the top center line. And Tortorella said if he's going to get more responsibility, he's not afraid to give him more uh, ice time and all that. So, poten- potential is there. But uh, they still gotta add some some pieces 
to the puzzle to make make it a playoff team because right now they're not and they have given up a lot for the for the Matt Duchesne Ryan Dezingles yeah. and such and such so you're looking to to have uh, quite quite some dis- uh, disappointment years so we gotta be patient but it was them. expecting uh, yeah it was when expected, you lose guys right. uh, but uh, yeah oof, that's man. about it man yo we're, we're, we're done alright we're done with the divisions uh, next episode we're, we're gonna bring some new uh, subject new, new subject topics. New, just new be ready yeah be ready and thank you for listening to us still. And uh, hey, don't forget, just follow us on our Instagram, Facebook. No, yeah, we don't have just, a Facebook. No, we should not make yet. a Facebook. Yeah, right. <laughs> not yet. But yeah, follow us on Instagram, Twitter. We'll have some visual contents for you guys. Yeah, you know? we need to so, come up with some media, man. Yeah, we yeah, know of our course. Instagram page has been quite like. Well, it's been dead. dead. Okay? But <laughs> it's, it's been okay. dead lately. It's just we're, we're starting, right? So we're, we're going to build up some uh, visual content, contents. And. Um, yeah, man. So let's uh, let's wrap That's about this up. it. Thanks again for listening, and uh, have a good week. Have a good week.